0: Welcome back to Movie Trailer Reviews Podcast or maybe a spoiler review. I I'm I'm gonna figure it out as as I'm gonna <laughs> as see how go. I'm, I'm gonna see how upset I get at this review. And that'll determine whether it's as a spoiler review or whether it's just a movie trailer review film. I don't I, I can't make any fucking promises right now. Um anyways Chris here wrote Brandon might join us, uh but then again with these the things we're talking about, uh I can't blame him if he doesn't. Um, we're talking uh, the sequel to the Halloween, last Halloween film. We're talking about Halloween Kills, which should have given us a clue right there from the fucking title. Halloween Kills. What the fuck is that? What the fuck kind of name is that? What the, what the fuck kind of name is Halloween Kills? Huh? I mean... it's, it's Call, a Halloween, two. call a Halloween 2. Call Halloween 2. Call Halloween the sequel. Call anything else Halloween Kills. What the fuck were you thinking? Hey, listen. Um. I...
1: I don't know why we i i i was actually excited
0: because we enjoyed the last one we yeah. the last one was actually pretty enjoyable it, this movie i'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, this movie is so fucking bad i had to go back and look and see if it was the same <laughs> crew and cast that made the last one because i just i didn't understand i don't understand it david gordon green also directed the last one what the mm-hmm. fuck happened you have the same set of writers what the fuck happened I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. And they're thinking think they're, they're going to be a doing third. They're
1: rails in the bathroom. I've just I, they're just doing rails in the bathroom at this point.
0: Like I think I don't know. Everything that made the first film like enjoyable, they just said, I mean even and this is silly here, but even even this part where I'm just like, "Oh, so this this set the tone of the film." I was like, "Oh, we killing black people now?" <laughs> I was like cuz I literally our last I reviewed the last one was literally no black people were harmed in making this film. Because they weren't because right. no.
1: they heard us and, and felt that it was a personal challenge
0: right and then they decided we're going to make the black people in this film die the dumbest deaths that black people never would die like bro if you're yeah. out drinking first of all it's a pandemic you wouldn't be out right but let's say you were right. out let's say it was pre-pandemic, <laughs> whatever, right you were out with your friend maybe booed up whatever right and you know there's some weird white people doing some weird white people with shit And they decide they're going to form a militia and go after Michael Myers. Tell me something. Are you joining that militia to go after Michael Myers? I'm in the bar with the
1: bartender who did not leave his establishment when they took his father's bat. I am in the bar. We are watching them be white out in the street from inside the bar.
0: That's been barricaded. That's the thing that gets me. It's like, I don't mind if black people die in horror films. It's fine. Equal opportunity but when white, black people die for things, I'm like, no black person ever is hopping in a car with some random white people that clearly are not, first of all, are not, are, you're going to hop in a car, are, you're going to hop in a car with two old white women. Mm-mm. What is you, what are you, what? Because we're going to get Michael, excuse me. Mm-mm. Excuse me. First first of all, if you live in this town, ta-
1: okay, there's one thing that I did like about this movie, and like I use that word for lack of a better one right now. I liked how they made a point of of pointing out how many people worked so hard to suppress, ignore, and push aside the lore in this town. So they could just continue on, like, hop along, everything's great in small-town white America. And so, but here's my thing. Even more fundamental going backwards than you are. If you're sitting in a bar and it's supposed to be open night, Mike, happy time, and some dude starts getting up, talk about some murders in the town you live. Are you still in that bar? No. No. Right. And if all the white people then subsequently later decide that they want to and I don't feel bad talking about this because this is how this movie opens up. And I feel like they were trying to go for a 70s kind of vibe with the way that they made it look and how much stuff they tried to crowd in before the, the title card dropped with the title of the movie. So it's just like I got here and I'm watching this and I was like, okay, what is the point of this? First of all, you've gone you you you're making a real hardcore point to me seeing who these people are. You know, Anthony Michael Hall, Anthony Michael hauling it up. The chick from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, who hasn't been in a movie since she was on like kid. Why did this feel very sci-fi channel-ish?
0: No, no, no. It absolutely did. This felt like a very sci-fi channel, like sci-fi. You know how Asylum Films sometimes does like yeah. you know, the movies, this is like, this is like, you know, um, the day after Halloween kills, right? Like this is their version. Yeah. 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 (laughs) You know, not not, not with Michael Myers, but with like, um, Frank, (laughs) uh, 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 Michael Milkelson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Michael, <laughs> Michael, Michael, Michael Milkelson with a, uh, uh, with, a, with, with a, you know, a regular, um, oh the black mask on or something like that. Right. Black and I'm bright. like,
1: first of all, like you didn't even make it to where it could get a premium spot on sci-fi. You're not even on a Friday night fright sci-fi channel movie. You mm-hmm. like that Sunday midday trash. Mm-hmm. So, but like, so I'm sitting here watching, and I'm like, okay, what's the point of this? Because cause the movies that I get... I don't know. I'm telling you, I really feel like they just did rails in the bathroom and said action. I don't even feel like there was really a script here. Everything felt stilted. It felt off. The only parts that felt legit are the things that I feel like they probably filmed directly after the first one. Mm-hmm. You know, the flash scenes between leaving the house and, you know, the house is on fire and everybody thinks, you know, we got him this time. And then... Outside of those those formative scenes that felt like they were probably just picked up from the filming of the first movie and inserted into this one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: None of this shit makes any sense. I want to sue. Well, I mean, I don't just want to reclaim my time. I want to be paid for the loss of
0: my time. So so yeah, this is <laughs> I should have known something was up when they last minute decided on the tw- they were supposed to send us a link on the twelfth, right? To to watch this show. Yeah. And last minute on the 12th, they decided they were going to only give us the link on the 15th. And I was like, wait, isn't the movie coming out on the 15th? So you're giving it me does. the day on the day the film opens and it also shows up on Peacock. So why the fuck do I need you guys for anything? And then they also said the audacity to only make the link available for 24 hours. So I was like, oh, so the movie's bad. Right. And I'm like, but in the back of my mind, I'm going like, but that can't be true. Because how do you fuck up a Michael Myers film? Like you did the good on the first one. Keep going. You know, um... Uh, uh Jamie Lee Curtis is great Lori Strove. who works out and I was and I'm watching this film going like oh that's how you fuck it up you actually don't have Laurie Strove at any point deal with Michael Myers you take the best thing of the last film you did and say fuck it we're not going to do any of that
1: and you have her daughter who was the greatest turn in the last movie split back to how she had been for the majority of the movie where you were like, you know, really this how you doing? It's like you just push it down, suppress everything. You have her lean in to the, you know, and I and I really feel like at some point, I don't know what the um how the people who made this movie feel about society right now, but I feel like they tried to build some type of commentary, and yeah. I'm, I'm a, We talking about it because I'm pissed. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. You know the whole pile on, and oh, you you know what I'm you know what I'm saying. What I'm saying, right? Yeah. You know oh, you I know, mean? I know. Okay.
0: I I saw it too, and I was like, really, you guys? Ever, but the thing about it is, none of the people that are writing this were equipped to, to talk about that, to do that, and two, they did it in the dumbest way, possible way. Like I knew something was up when the film opens up. It doesn't even open up really before we left off at the last film, which is what you expect. Like when you watch the trailers, you think this film is Michael Myers, you know, has obviously lived, didn't die in the fire. Uh, you know he's going to fuck up those those fire fires, and you're waiting for him to make his way to Laurie Strode. But that's not what this film is. This film decides is going. We're going to take a. De- you know what this film is? Like this film was an entire detour. It's like let's talk about all the other people from all the other films and all the other people that Michael Myers might've fucked up with and, and have them show how deeply like traumatized they are and things like, and I'm like, I don't give a shit about any of them. I, I mean, because you know, about- that's
1: what happens when you decide that you need to talk about, you know, the rural working class who've been left out and right. I uh, Functioning on fear. There were so many things in this movie that, I think I was 20 minutes in and I was like, I get it. I get why you didn't want us talking about this movie before this movie came out. I definitely get why you didn't want black people talking about this movie before this movie came Mm -hmm. out. (laughs) I get it. I understood 20 minutes in. And not just because it's bad. Halloween is a staple black people Halloween movie. Like the whole Mm -hmm. franchise. Like I, I don't know if it's because we like to get together and just watch the shit that black folks would not do, right. but I don't know a single black party that I've ever been to that's had some kind of Halloween movie theme that the Halloween franchise didn't make at least two appearances, if not three, in the movie watching lineup before the end of Halloween Day.
0: You? Yeah, I know you're right. Right. It just it, it just it. And again, I'm not. Fo- I'm not. I have no problem with. By people dying in films. No, I I, no, I applaud no. it. But it's just like the way it happens in this film. It's just like things happen in this film. Like you say, it's it's got a backup cast of people that feel like this is like Michael McDonald's in this as a little John and you're just like, Why? I don't know what that Why is Michael McDonald in this film? Like, I'm just, know. like, I just see this cast of, like, all I can say is literally characters in this film. And, you know, Anthony Michael Hall. I'm like, oh, what are we doing?
1: Were they, I, I was like, did y'all get trapped somewhere and they ask you, will you want to make a movie while you're here?
0: I'm, the only thing I can figure, like, was, was, with Demi Lee Curtis just sick during, co- like, what happened, like, something happened during this film that made them, because it, it just doesn't make sense. Like, the the only thing this film has going for it is the thing that happens that that these type of films do all the time when everything else has failed for them. It leans so far into the gory, it actually is like almost like too much.
1: Yeah, it was boring. It was, I mean, and that's what. Like, it,
0: it, thank you. It's boring. That's it's what boring. It was. part it's of it just is because they so were repeating boring.
1: like like you know how you were saying before that it felt like it was a side quest, uh, mm-hmm. a really bad one. Um. But it it also felt like they were they were trying to do some greatest hits type stuff. Mm-hmm. And so some of the deaths that you saw at the beginning, the guy on the fence, it's a hat tip to the first one. The girl in the park, or the boy in the park, or the cop laid out, or the trick that gets played on people. All of these things are from other Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. Every every last one of them. <laughs> and it felt like they needed they felt like they needed to do a hard reboot. Mm-hmm. For you know, there you know it. It felt like an old person walking into the room, going "Hello, my fellow teens." <laughs> um, a lot <laughs> for a lot of the movie, and at that point is when I was like, "Okay, you've forgotten who your audience is." Number mm-hmm. one, off the dome, you've forgotten who your audience is, and number two, you don't know what worked and why those movies from the seventies, eighties, and early nineties—these like this this core. B minus, A minus horror movie. You don't know why those movies worked. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, the jump scares were were stupid and repetitive. And not just the fact that you put together different crews of people doing dumb things in dumb fashion. But when you get down to it, if you're in your house, playing around with your little baby drone, and you send your drone around the corner, and somebody throws something, or somebody throws your drone back at you, what you doing? What you doing? What you doing,
0: Chris? Get the fuck out of there. Like, it's right.
1: just like, no, uh, yeah. And if you make it to the door and you get all the locks, are you going to turn around and start crying? Or are you going to scream as you leave? Chris, right. what we doing?
0: It, but, and, and again, that's the problem with this film. It's just like, <clears throat> none of the scenes make sense. And it's just Mm-mm. like, they're doing them because we had to do them. And so it's just. This film one is it it, it not just the it scares itself, but it is boring. Mm-hmm. It's unoriginal, and then mm-hmm. it's trying to do some. It it also does that, that that really fatal sin of well, we know we're gonna make another one, so this is really just a detour. So we're not gonna make a we're not gonna we're not gonna make this movie stand on its own. That's the problem: the last Halloween film absolutely could stand on its own
1: oh yeah Absolutely. I mean, the last Halloween film was perfect it was a perfect yeah, yeah. point to pick back up whether you knew anything about the original franchise or not they right. brought you into the story they told you all sorts of things they even played into the lore and the mythology of how people thought about Laurie after the events were happening mm-hmm. you know it, it made I mean it even kind of picked up a little bit of the edge of stuff that you thought would be more logical of something that was more Wes Craven-esque right? Mm-hmm. So all of those things were great and they made sense. And I don't know whether John Carpenter would be mad at me that I said the words Wes Craven while talking about his franchise, but I don't care because you know what I mean? And so you get here and you get to a point to where everything's going great. They've reset you in the town. You've got a new sense of what's going on, but you've got your anchor characters. And I felt like somebody was sitting in the room going, you know, we really got to wrap up all the loose ends of everything Halloween. Yeah.
0: And that's really what it was. It's like, and when we say everything Halloween, we mean, like, everything Halloween. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, you, you don't. That's not what we're here for.
1: Yeah, including the stuff that never should have been
0: Halloween. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's the problem, right? It, it's like, well, then you're assuming that all of that stuff was good stuff. Yeah. It but they, wasn't. It, it, so what are we yeah, doing? Was so
1: terrible. And, like, then they wasted... If you were gonna make a detour back to the original town, back to the original house, to see what was going on in this town now, how had this town recovered in the aftermath of being known as the home place of Michael Myers, right? If if you were gonna do that and come back from there, you don't waste the doctor. Right? Like it, yeah. he was in the last movie. They made a big, huge kind of thing about it, right? Yeah. And then, you waste it, And you want to talk to me about the little kid who crawled up on the sidewalk and Michael stepped over him and went on his merry right. way?
0: <laughs> right! Like, that's the thing that gets me so mad about uh, Anthony Michael Hull carries the entire time. I'm like, really, nigga? You're this gung-ho because of that? You're nobody!
1: You're, And literally... that's what his problem was. Ooh. Because he was nobody, and I felt like I felt like they thought this was an opportunity to talk about the different kinds of and and you're right benching benching the best thing about the first the the last movie in this movie is exactly why this movie goes off the rails and never has any chance of coming back. Mm-hmm. You don't you can't bench Laurie Stroke.
0: Well, I, that's the thing that made it so great. I mean, and I think the other thing that makes it so bad is. You build that anticipation, right? The, mm-hmm. the, the trailers themselves make it about Laurie Strobe. The last movie mm-hmm. made it about her. All the promotion for this film makes it about her. And then literally she is, I, again, not a spoiler here. If you're expecting another showdown, no, you're not going to get it. I You're going to get a lot
1: of data dumps dialogue that you don't care about that's right. very messagey, messagey, and very disrespectfully messagey. And Laura, and,
0: yeah, Laura and, and Michael don't share a scene at all nope. in this film.
1: The only scenes that they sort of kind of share are the ones you can be sure that they filmed at the end of the last movie.
0: But that's <laughs> not even them sharing. That, they're, she's, already right. in the, she's already in the back of the the ambulance at that point so they That's she is right. never right. in the same scene as michael myers in this film and if mm-hmm. you watch the last film and you know what made that last film work and the fact that jamie lee curtis herself is fucking amazing the fact that that happens tells you everything you need oh uh, you know what i don't have to make this a spoiler review because that right there me just telling you that part mm-hmm. that they do not share a scene and again spoiler she doesn't die so that's the think. It's not like she died from her injuries. and that's No, she is alive at the end of this film. Mm-hmm. They never share a scene. Nope. That should tell you how trash this movie is.
1: Yeah, and if you're a new person coming into the franchise, uh, this movie is so bogged down and riddled with things that were side quest movies from side quest movies of mm-hmm. the franchise. It's not going to make any sense. Mm-hmm. It's like everything that they did to reestablish and, and orient you in this world with the last movie, um, they they dismantle or they disregard, um, and it's just and that's why I said I really felt like they just wanted to make a movie about stereotypes and make it be really messagey and, um, and I don't know, I don't know if something happened to the production schedule that made this the reason why they had to, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. they waste. Every single thing that was brilliant and fun and ridiculous and the whole new brand of mayhem that they came up with in the last movie. Mm -hmm. If you're coming to this movie for that, you're going to get zero. Actually, you're going to get less than zero. None of that exists. And you're going to end up hating Lori's family. Mm hmm. And that's
0: not supposed oh, to be where you. Uh, the the granddaughter is the worst. I'm just like, what is? What and is, she was not. What sorry. are you? What are you? It's and just, I'm just like, yeah. I, and another I, thing that bothered me, it's like I'm watching this movie, going like, were these people that bad in the first in the and the previous film? And I'm like, no, no. And I'm I, and like, none of it makes any sense. Like none of the things that happened in this, in this film. And I think. I think this is the thing, and, and and I'll say this just in general for horror films. Um, the the reason why, just like everything else in life, things evolve. So horror films have to evolve. This time, you can't go back and and make those eighty nostalgia films where people are just doing things to be dumb. It's, it doesn't fly anymore, right? That's not to say that I can't go back and watch those 80s films and like them. I do. I enjoy them because I know the time period. I know the, the mindset and so it's fine for me. But when somebody else comes in and makes that film, no. You don't get to do You don't get to... Mm-mm. Especially when I know that the film we made before wasn't that way, right? And so, there's just a bunch of like... Like, if... Yeah. This is the... They're clearly trying to go for a trilogy here. Um this film but why and that's what I'm saying like it didn't have to be
1: that is the weakness I, in I, the Halloween franchise to begin with is yeah, that they never no stick to, to the guns and resolve what they're doing and then figure well, out something new to come back with if they need to come back
0: well and I think that's you know now that I think about it that's, that's it um this film the first film didn't actually need a sequel right? You could have ended it right there with Lori burning, trapping Michael in that house and burning him and killing him for good. That could have been that's it. We're done. I mean, if you want to reboot the series at some point later on, go ahead. But that could have been the end, end cap. Of the, so now it's like, it, it reminds me of, and some films do this. Some films are able to bounce back. Like It reminds me of what happens sometimes when you realize that you all of a sudden it was like, wait, we can franchise this, or we can actually keep it, keep it going. We can, we don't have to end it right here. They did with John Wick, right? John Wick wasn't supposed to be a trilogy of, well, actually now it's got four films coming out. We got the fourth one coming out. Right? It wasn't supposed to be that way. But like after the first one, you're like, oh shit, we got a hit in our hand. We're going to go forward with this. It's different though. Halloween's already a franchise. So you don't, you, this with bringing, we going all the way back and bringing Jamie Lee Curtis back. Like the whole idea here was make this the final Halloween, the true final Halloween, right? the final end cap of the Laurie Shrove, Michael Meyer story. Cool. You end it right there where she, she's gotten it all done, and then they realize that it made money, it did good, we need to make more. And it's like, oh shit, we weren't planning on it. And that's what this film feels like. It feels like, oh shit, we were tasked to make a sequel, but we weren't prepared to make a sequel. We didn't have a story to make a sequel, so let's just make some shit up. And now you get this. Which, like you said, is <laughs> it's very halloween of them because that's the halloween franchise right there's a reason mm-hmm. why there's like 13 of these fucking films because people didn't know when to stop and that's the problem that's the problem with all the big the big horror into nightmare on Elm Street, the chucky films like they're kind of fucking chucky uh fucking series right now it's like
1: look that's... even chucky in the commercial is like i'm too old for this shit right <laughs> <laughs> but i mean it, it's this is the thing that upsets me. It's like there are a lot of movies that kind of lean into what the 80s and 90s horror does right. And they do just enough playing around with things, even when it comes off the rails at the end, to where it's a fun ride, like mm-hmm. Black Christmas. Mm-hmm. And that movie's not perfect. But what it decided to pluck from the 70s, the 80s and the 90s kind of, you know, uh, a cult meets serial killer on a college mm-hmm. campus meets a little bit of rosemary's baby vibe thrown in cult action it worked and in the third act was trash. but that's because some of the setups were a little too obvious for people our age right you see carrie elwis in a movie nowadays mm-hmm. And what do you think? I mean, he hasn't been able to play a good guy since Kiss the Girl. I mean, I don't know what he was thinking when he was talking to his plastic surgeon, but he now looked like he should be a classic 80s, 90s horror movie villain. It's just, it's what he's done to his face. But when you move and you try to do the same thing into a franchise like Halloween, but you bring back an anchor character, like Laurie Strode, mm-hmm. and you get the actress who, to come back. right? You can't ever forget That there's a reason why Jamie Lee Curtis is the reigning scream queen no matter who else tries to get in the game. Right? And then Mm -hmm. if you turn around and you let, like, Carrie Laurie channel Linda Hamilton's character from Terminator, there's no going back. Mm -hmm. You don't don't get to step back from that. Mm -hmm. So even if you don't want to evolve your story, even if you want to kind of stay in your nostalgia lane, because it lets you do the things visually that you like. And I still don't hate the way that they made this movie look like it should have been one of the older movies. It's on some catho-ray tube. I don't hate that. I, I dig it a lot, but it makes this story work even less and look even clunkier because that vibe doesn't fit the story that they were telling because all of the themes in this movie are disgustingly contemporary.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And and they're and they're tone deaf on top of being overtly contemporary. So they turned they turned Lori Stob into something that was a little obnoxious in this movie and very like self involved with the way that they had
0: the character talking, right? Yeah. I mean it just and it feels like a completely different film than the film we saw before. Like I said, it's, I yeah. it's just
1: cocaine. I'm just putting it down to Coke. I just I don't know what else to say it is, man. Yeah. The dialogue was bad.
0: Everything was bad. The, the dialogue up, was bad, the oh. setups were bad. At some point. The points, jokes it's, it's, were horrible. Honestly, it's like you know who one of the writers is, right? It feels no. like Danny McBride was uh the lead writer on this one. Who? Danny McBride.
1: But why?
0: He also wrote the first one. So it feels like he might have Are taken... we sure? I I had to look this shit up. He's on the writing credits for the first one as well. I don't believe you. I didn't believe it either until I saw it. But yes, Danny McBride was on as a writing staff for both of these films. And so that's when I was like, oh, did Danny take over the writing for this film? Because it feels like a Danny McBride, we're not going to take this fucking serious thing. And again, Danny McBride has his, has his moments. But like, I'm just saying, I'm looking at this going...
1: But Dan, I don't know if we can blame this on Danny McBride because if Danny McBride had written it, the jokes at least would have worked. Yeah, that's, mm, fair. I, I don't think we can put that on him because righteous Jim prone. Yeah, I mean he, he put it down on them jokes. Valid. I just I don't I can't
0: valid. Valid. That's why that's why, that's why I'm stuck trying to figure out what happened here because it's literally the same writers, same producers, same directors. The only thing I can settle is it was never intended to do another film. That's the only thing I can figure it was never intended to do another film. And then they were like, Oh shit. What are we going to do?
1: I no, I think they intended to do another film because of a conversation that happens in the car at one point in time where they say he skulks, he kills, he goes home. I think they always intended to do the return to the hometown movie. I think they got distracted about what they thought that was supposed to mean. Mm, True. Because if you think about, are we spoiling? Are we spoiling? I need to know. (sighs) I can do it without spoiling. If there's, there's a moment where you do pivot back and it's kind of like, um, full on rewind to the beginning of what happened on the night. Michael Myers killed his family. Mm -hmm. Right. And there's a conversation that happens between two characters there. It's extremely data dumpy. It's supposed to be um, some type of uh, side turn revelation. And I also felt like it was some kind of way for them to try to 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 make a modern explanation for the supernatural nature that is Michael Myers, because, you know, you burn him, you kill him, you, you stab him. He still doesn't die kind of thing. But leading up to that moment. All they do is show you the chaos and disarray that is in this town. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And because of the things that we talked about before that they picked second acts and like low bit players and there's nobody in this town. This they they basically are saying it's a town of nobodies. hmm. And they didn't give you anything to hold on to. I think they always intended to make a movie about the town. But they never really thought about what that would look like the way they did in the first one about what they what would it look like to to see older Laurie, who's still convinced Mm. Michael's coming. Like somebody thought about that. Right. Yeah. never thought about what it looked like in the town around her other than the fact everybody thought that bitch was crazy quote unquote and I think this is the message you get it's like someone just dragged their trash through the street and then another person came behind it and picked it up and threw it in the air like it was confetti and they said that'll work but no because they're already working on Halloween ends so I think they were always planning on doing three
0: yeah that makes sense like I said just
1: yeah no yeah. I don't (sighs) look if you don't have Peacock if you have Peacock and you're bored stream it and then go watch the stuff that they have because they have some pretty good old ones in in their catalog don't go to a movie theater and pay to see this movie absolutely not absolutely not a dime
0: I end up I yeah I yeah I didn't I didn't do any of that I'm glad I did.
1: Now I have concerns About. because one of the writers on this movie is Scott Teams. Scott Teams is supposed to be working on the Firestarter and the next exorcist. Hmm.
0: That I makes me this is one of those films. This this is this is one of those films. I want to know the backstory on. Like, I feel like there's something's gonna come out, and somebody's gonna be like, "Yeah, we were." I just feel like something something happened. It's just a. It, I don't understand how you go this wrong, with the same, the same, the same, the same creative staff.
1: I just no don't understand clue. how you go this wrong. No clue.
0: Zero um, yeah. clue. Uh, what would you give it out of ten?
1: Nothing. I didn't even like the score.
0: Yeah, I'm 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 at a two. You're being nice. I'm I'm being nice just because I mean there are gory kills, but that's I mean they get boring after a while.
1: I saw them better the first time they did them, and the second because they
0: were they felt earned. They felt like they they it they also just didn't feel like they were cheap. Everything in this film just feels cheap and overdone. For like there's a moment when Michael was just like. Michael is, like, stabbing a body, like, over and over and over <laughs> again. And I'm just like, and I'm just like, does Michael even do that shit? No. And I'm like, he that's, and that's the thing that got me. I was like, I don't even think Michael, he, this just feels over the top. Even for, like, and I'm saying it's weird for a Michael Myers film. It just felt over the top and just lazy and, mm. yeah, this is, this this film was not good. No, there was nothing about this movie
1: that worked. There was nothing about this movie that was enjoyable. I got a headache. I was angry. Yeah. Um I wanted to take back that I told you I was gonna watch this.
0: Oh, because I only I only watched it because you said you were gonna watch it. I was yeah. really about to be. I'm like, sorry. I apologize. I was not expecting this. Well, no, well the thing about none of us were because we were all were kind of expecting it to be a good film after the last one, it's like it should have been good. And it was. Yeah.
1: I hope Jamie Lee Curtis got paid through the nose to come
0: back she and have to, them ruin Lori Strode and, like and, this. And do nothing with her. Um, I got to say also, um, ooh, Blumhouse, we have to talk. Because um, we're no, also going to be talking about. We need about a class
1: the, action suit for Blumhouse.
0: Because uh, we're we going to talk about these Welcome to the Blumhouse uh, 2021 films.
1: Yeah. Uh, so we just going
0: to roll right on into that? <laughs> no, no, I mean, I'm just letting people know, head over to the Supreme to Here is and roast those four films, because yeah. I'm going to be honest here, I only finished two. I only finished two. Mm-hmm. Only finished <laughs> two <'cause>, um, <laughs> you did better than me. Yeah, because these films were not good. And it's, again, it's another one of the things of, the previous ones were decent enough. Some of them are actually really good, but like, um. Okay. Cool. I can go with this. This. It just feels like. It just felt like everything was different. You know. And we'll talk about those in a second. But like, want to hear talk about those? Head over to um, premium. We got that coming. Um, and then Roe and I will pick. Uh, we'll, we got to pick some of our um, found footage films that we're gonna do as well for premium. So. Yeah, what and we're do? gonna pick good ones because we deserve. <laughs> yeah,
1: I room, can't. Yeah. I have never had this much of a disappointing Halloween, October movie. In my life, yeah, have you?
0: Is, no, this is this, this is. Yep. Yeah, I, and you're right because it's not just this. We also watched the Welcome to Blumhouse films. We're also horror films, and yep, it's this. I gotta go find something that's good, that's horror, because like these have not been it, and I am I am very upset at that. So,
1: yeah, yeah I'm super sad, I'm super dismayed.
0: Um, uh,
1: uh, it's completely derailed. All like I'm off my game altogether. These things were so bad, and yeah, no. Mm-mm. I got nothing for y'all. Just don't watch this movie. Like we, we truly have gotten to the points where we have to start saying no more mm-hmm. by not giving them our money. Mm-hmm. Don't even steal this movie.
0: Mm-hmm. No, no. Um. All right, folks. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe. We're gonna put this on movie trailer reviews. So subscribe movie trailer reviews. <laughs> iTunes, radio, Spotify. Okay. We actually didn't spoil it. You know why? You know what? It didn't even deserve to be spoiled because, Mm -hmm. like, it was still too boring to. It was even too boring to spoil. So, there's that. Um, All right, folks. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time, we're out of here. Peace.